Some men do say King Arthur is not dead, but by the will of our Lord Jesus sleeps, yet to awake, deathless and reassure us. And therefore is it that grave where he is laid, this legend hath that still his kingdom keeps. Chris Moser. And this is Still His Kingdom Keeps, a creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Merlin. And we're back, season two, episode three, with more troubles with Morgana. Oh, did the troubles ever stop, my friend? No, no. They've steadily and steadily <laughs> been getting worse. Uh, you know what's not worse and not getting worse? It's our, pat- our patrons. Our Patreon <laughs> and our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. We appreciate you guys uh, kicking us some bucks, getting episodes early, getting access to our super cool Discord server uh, where people are just mostly screaming in the void about how horrible everything is. Mm. Um, and also. And talking about great TV. And also talking about Stranger Things and the flight attendant. The duality of man. Yeah, it's 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 the two active channels on there. Um, I'm kidding. There's, there's, Wordle is still active. I broke my Wordle addiction, Chris. <laughs> I don't know if I told you that. I, I'm finally done. I got Jess hooked on Wordle. Um, oh no! Oh no! So I'm back in it. I'm back I, in it. <laughs> I uh, I I usually played it in the mornings. I got distracted, um, and then the word was really, really super hard, and I couldn't get it during the day. And then I forgot about it. And when I woke up the next day, my 170 streak had been broken. Um, yeah, and I, said, I had a I just had a browser update or something, and it, mm-hmm. and it wiped my streak. I was um, I was I, pretty dismayed. That was it. That was it for me. I um. Mm-hmm just stopped playing after that haven't played it since so uh well you're free you're free unlike morgana who is a prisoner to her own dreams <laughs> aren't i right you are correct chris you're absolutely correct why don't you remind <laughs> us what morgana's been going through uh i didn't do a good job on this one last time on merlin arthur struggled against his own pride by secretly attending a jousting tournament in disguise to prove he was more than just a prince but in the end it was guinevere who truly tested the prince's resolve and humility through it all romance bloomed merlin was overworked and one bad dude named myror stalked after arthur meanwhile morgana's dreams grow ever darker and Merlin might be the only one who can help her. But will he help her? Hmm. I feel like you added all of that at the end, just after you watched the episode today. I feel like you wrote that, just that. and then you and you watched I, this episode, and then you were like, I've got to add something about Morgana into that, because it's not going to make sense No, that otherwise. was there. That was there, because I was trying, I was like, okay, I checked the boxes on the other three main characters. What was Morgana up to? Oh, yeah, she was heavily medicated and having night terrors. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> We are watching Merlin Season 2, Episode 3, The Nightmare Begins. 
This was. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like that we're in the midst of the nightmare begins. Merlin, excuse me, we've been here. This was written by Br- Ben Vanstone and directed by Jeremy Webb. It aired on October third, two thousand nine. When Morgana's nightmares spill into waking hours, she becomes terrified that she has magic. Gaius is determined to ki- is determined to keep her in the dark for her own good. But Merlin won't stand by and watch his friends suffer. He knows exactly what she's going through, and he knows she needs the truth. Is Merlin about to reveal his secret at last? No. <laughs> not at no, all. Turns out, not turns even out he wouldn't do it in I, season two. I just really, when I watched this the first time, and even during this episode, I'm like, you just gotta tell her. You gotta, you gotta tell her. Like she, she, this yeah. would be so helpful for her. Um, we've we've alluded in the past about the mistreatment of Morgana, um, and boy, is it never a, just a bright. This is just the worst example of it by far. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, every and- everything is just bad for Morgana right now. It's even worse because in some ways it feels like Merlin and Gaius are failing her a lot more than Uther is because she is afraid of Uther and what he'll think and he's like the worst guy ever. But Merlin has the opportunity to help. Gaius has the opportunity to help. And they kind of... I mean, Gaius thinks he's helping. I disagree with his methods. But he, he thinks he's doing what's right because he's trying to keep it a secret from her and from Uther. That ship has sailed on her thinking it's a secret. And and Merlin, again, has the opportunity to make things right. And he doesn't. I guess he kind of tries to. But just being being an ally for her would have been huge and again he he kind of does try to be but it's like too little too late buddy you gotta Mm. come clean let's hear it but we don't live in a perfect world and neither does merlin yeah i i agree with you that everything that gaius is doing it just seems wrong-headed um and i i want to get into it in the episode because i think there's some context to it it feels real bad in the moment uh and i am just really very inclined to blame a lot of this squarely on gaius but at the same time, like they they do live in Camelot, right? Like they do live with mm. Uther. Uther is her is her war daddy. What do, what do you call <laughs> her king? Yeah, Pro- they probably don't um, call him a war daddy. That's probably not a thing yeah, that exists. What, I don't actually know how that how that goes. He's um, she is his ward. Yeah. But what is he to her? What is that? He's is just he's, her lord. I don't know. He's her war daddy. Let's just make it a what thing. What was what did Theon call Ned Stark? <laughs> war daddy. I don't know. War if he, daddy. Just, oh yeah, that's true. He I did just, call him that. Yeah, um, it wasn't until season two. I would just watch Game of Thrones, so, so I'm I'm up to date. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netter, um, <laughs> first of his name, War Daddy to mm-hmm. Theon Greyjoy. War Daddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, War Daddy is funny. I'm glad you finally said it's it. It's part of the Iron Price. It's part of paying the Iron Price. Is you have to call him War Daddy. <laughs> uh, okay, so we open this episode. It's there's a storm of brewing. Mm-hmm. Both, both Jeremy, both uh, literally and, and metaphorically, absolutely metaphorically. That's what people come to this podcast for really great insights um we morgana whoa, whoa what do you know she's in bed having night terrors uh but this time her our eyes start to glow something's going on there's some magical something happening even though she's still asleep uh gwen comes in because it's it's still it's only 7 p.m she, it's not very late she, she does light a candle with magic like we see yeah. that like that's the first thing that happens yeah so. well yeah she brings in so gwen comes in she blows out a candle puts it over near the big window which seems dangerous regardless uh, and then she leaves, the nightmares continue, and then suddenly Morgana lights the candle with her mind. Um, when she wakes up and realizes what's happened, her shock 
builds into that into that magic and and it makes the blaze burn even higher and it sets the whole darn room on fire it does uh and as she screams in terror those are her curtains dude oh dude the, the whole time those I'm are like, her brooding curtains those like, are this special is, this curtains this is a big transformative moment yeah like it's it, all of this time that's been sort of her comfort her she's been able to swath herself in a big old curtain and ponder out the window and it's part of the aesthetic she's very concerned with aesthetic we know that mm-hmm. um with the crow thing um which she she's trying to take that back um and now the curtains are gone she can no longer she doesn't have that comfort anymore she doesn't have that place to hide anymore <laughs> she's and she's going to be just brokenhearted to find out we, that there's no replacement curtains on the way like uther only ordered none. the exact amount of curtains that he needs and he just orders the, the cleaning crew to clean them all of the time there are no replacement curtains in camelot yeah not at all um, none. And none can be produced because all the curtain makers were deemed to be warlocks. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, I do want to just make sure we, we drive home that because uh, you, you mentioned Morgana's eyes glowing. Um, they're specifically glowing like Merlin's when he does magic. Like that's the first time that we've mm-hmm, seen mm-hmm. her. We know for sure like prophetic dreams. Uh, okay. Maybe magic. Like maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I've, had, I've had a prophetic dream. I'm yeah, no mage. Exactly. But like eyes glowing. Definitely. Definitely. Eyes magic. glowing. Not I wear contacts. My eyes do not glow. Yeah. Um, and when she, at the end of this, when she sees the the fire in the room, she screams and the window, we see from the outside, the window burst out. So she like, yeah. she's uncontrollable at this point. Like she has no control over her magical powers. Um, we skipped forward in time. Uh, Gwen is kind of reporting this to Uther. And then there's like a very brief mm-hmm. conversation about her just right in front of her being like, well, she, I mean, she's not lying about it. And Uther's like, but she could be lying about it. Arthur's like, sure? I don't think she that she's like she lies. She's she's <laughs> been like she was here at all the way to seven p.m. last night, Father. And Uther's like, excuse me, we let people in here after seven p.m. <laughs> oh, what mischief um, is this? Yeah, the the whole this whole squad's just here investigating. Um, Arthur is like, you know what? Like a probably normal thing that happened is there was a pretty freaking crazy storm last night. Lightning did strike the castle. That must have been must have something happened. Lightning. And I'm like, I don't think that's a very good explanation, but he is trying to be reasonable and logical here. Mm-hmm. Um, but Uther is like, no, I'm 99.9% sure it was magic and that it was that servant who cast it. So yep. let's just off with their head, please. Um, and he he orders, uh, like, he thinks that somebody snuck in and, like, is angry about that. Like, how did they get past the palace guards? Um, and then like, Also, come, why did they only set the curtains on fire? Yeah, like, what what kind of assassination attempt are we doing here? Um, a little light arson. Uh, but uh, then he tells... Arthur, he says, you know, round up all of the people that we suspect of being of using magic and arrest them. And Arthur's like, that's Bummer. gonna that's gonna take a little time. And I'm like, how many? Is there a CIA network? Like, are, are you monitoring your own citizens at this point, Uther? Like, I know you, you said you were going to crank it up. All but... you you only have to do one thing, and then you get put on the list, and then you never get taken off. So, in, in a way, it doesn't really take that much to to update it, you know, because it's just it only gets longer, it never gets shorter until someone dies. So, I, I think it's exactly. easy for them to keep yeah. tabs on people. Um, Merlin is skulking around uh, when he finds Gaius kind of comforting Morgana, um, and she is uh at, at at a low like she she's had this experience it's shaken her to her core she's scared she's terrified she's alone and she she confesses to Gaius who is this like figure to her that has helped her throughout her entire life like I think it was magic and and he just like is like just just take more drugs here's some more milk of the poppy like take the poppy yeah. go home and it's really frustrating because 
you know, he wants to protect her from Uther, uh, but like he's also at the same time failing to protect her from herself, right? And it just mm-hmm. it just breaks my heart to see this chick like so upset about it. Like it, she she yeah, she's and, trying and to reach out as she, as she's sent off with more drugs. Uh, Merlin comes in, and he's like, "Dude, I know it's magic. You know it's magic." And like she knows it's magic. She's afraid to admit it, but she knows that it is. Like we're gone. We're past the point of giving her sleeping droughts to help her deal with her nightmares. Like we are past that point. We got to just tell her the truth. Um, she Merlin wants, wants guys to do it. Wants to be able to tell her that it will be okay. Um, but Gaius is like, no, we can't, we can't do that. We can't risk you. We can't risk her. So Merlin suggests that maybe the Druids could help. Um, they're an outside force. Merlin wouldn't have to expose himself, but Morgana could still get the help she needs. Uh, Guys is still not into this. He wants to continue doing things as he has done them. Um, well, and he also points out is... that uh, Uther is about to destroy the druids. <laughs> so, like, that's not yeah. A, yeah, that's not a good place to put her. <laughs> Definitely not a good a good place to be chilling uh, when Uther Uther decides to move. Um, but yeah, Merlin's like, dude, I know exactly how. Morgana feels because this is how I felt once upon a time before I understood my powers. I felt alone and scared. Um, but guys just warns him to stay out of it. And, and he kind of like yells at him, like really strongly warns him to, to, to stay out of the whole situation. Uh, which again is, is just very frustrating because you have this person like Merlin here, like alluding to a time that he was in trouble and needed help and, and managed to get those resources. And they're just not going to get pass along those resources to Morgana. Um, so Merlin does what Merlin always does, which is, uh, turns to flirtation. Uh, this is, he, he picks up, he goes and picks some flowers. We don't see that, but he's bringing them into the castle. He hides them from Arthur, which is really the, weird. And we, we have this whole the exchange of this entire episode is that Arthur thinks that Merlin has the hots for Morgana. And like, I don't know if the, because there's a couple of times in the episode where they, they, they frame it like almost like a like a will they won't they between merlin and morgana a little bit and i'm like are they but not really and like morgana doesn't seem to have a lot of time for it and i think merlin just flirts with everything that's in his path so but it's just very very like is the show trying to get that across because this whole like it, i'm it, hiding yeah. the flowers behind my back so that arthur can't see them is really fucking weird i think maybe it's Maybe Arthur is supposed to. It's the mildest comic relief. I wonder if Arthur is almost supposed to be the viewer because Merlin's behavior to an outside observer certainly seems like, oh, he's got a crush on her. That's why he's going to visit her, and he keeps coming to her chamber late at night. Like, but it's it's as viewers we know it seems that way because he's holding back his true intentions. Yeah he's not telling her something and i think that she knows he's not telling her something she maybe doesn't figure out what it is and so that's maybe oh maybe merlin has a crush on me that's why he's trying to help me i don't know um they don't really go there with it but to me i don't really think that that's what merlin <laughs> is trying to do at all no no but, i don't you know. either I, 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 I definitely don't either um it's just it was just a weird like is the show trying to make it happen like almost against the show's will <laughs> or something like it's because yeah. then he gets to the door he gets past this whole like you know hiding from arthur thing and he gets to the door and gwen is there and she sees the flowers and like she does the like real cute flirty smile and he does it back but it's like they're just bros like this is like yeah. she's just real happy that he's there um and i 
I can't. I, are they are they flirting about the flowers? Are they flirting with the flowers? I don't understand all of these flirts. There's too many flirts it's just happening. How these people are. It's I can't. I can't are. hang. They, can't um, they get too much charm. Um, so he leaves the flowers with with Guinevere to give to to Morgana, who's passed out because she's been giving given some pretty heavy doses of morphine. She's out. Um, <laughs> that night, uh, as Morgana, I guess, is going to bed again, um, she asks Mor- uh, she asks Guinevere to take the candle. Uh, when she leaves uh, and she tries to sleep but when she's awoken by thunder she kind of wakes with a start uses magic unintentionally and destroys a nearby vase which scares her even more yeah so she runs to the lab she runs to see gaius but when she gets there because it's 7 p.m so he's still out on a house call um <laughs> only merlin is there and this is where merlin tries to take his opportunity to kind of have her open up to him and it's and again like just you could tell he's fight, fighting this internal battle because um, at first she hesitates but then she kind of confesses to him how scared she is and you know how she thinks all of this is happening to her and it's magic and she's just absolutely desperate um, and you know asked Merlin do you think that it could be magic and says I just need someone to say it so that I don't keep feeling like I'm imagining it uh, mm-hmm. which again we you know. It, it, just the great gaslighting of Morgana and Merlin. <laughs> it's just, it's really because at this point, Merlin like holds back. He doesn't say anything. And when he doesn't, I think he says, uh, I wish there was something that I could say to that, uh, which is like the most nonsense ever. And you can tell he feels it too. He's not real happy with what he has done. Um, and yeah. she just like backs out with this look on her face. Like you're not my friend and have never been my friend. And again, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And part of it's heartbreaking just because, um, uh, Katie McGrath is such a good actor, but it's, uh, also just really, really frustrating. Like I, I genuinely like this character and if they just, if they just reached out, if, if Uther wasn't around, if, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if, I wonder what, he, you know, Uther would even do if she went to him in private and was like, I'm really scared that this is happening to me. Uh, I don't want this to happen to me, but like. I'm I'm worried that this is magic. Like, if it was Morgana telling him directly, how would he react? Obviously, he hates magic. But if she's like, "This is against my will," would he still have her killed? I don't know. Everybody seems to assume uh, that he will just I think, execute I think her Uther immediately. Would like, yeah, I feel like he'd like ship her away somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, like send her to fucking Hogwarts or some shit. Like, he'd like send her to, dude, he fucking said, yeah, he sent her to Azkaban, lock lock her up. But I don't know if he would yeah. have it in him to kill her. But then again, he's proven that he's, you know, if she betrays him or, or talks back to him, he's willing to do worse. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, think, I don't know. I think the, I think I'd, I'd put my money on Uther uh, either imprisoning her for the rest of her life or um, uh, or trying to get into a weird situation where he takes the powers away from her. Like he gets rid of uh-huh. her powers to like make her clean and then just makes everything worse somehow. Like, yeah. you know, just like he did with trying think, to create a I think son. we could agree that whatever he would do, he would probably make it worse. So yeah. Yeah. He would definitely <laughs> just make the problem worse. Um, Merlin feeling conflicted. He rushes down to talk to the dragon about the situation. Uh, the dragon yeah, Merlin was like close to tears after Morgana runs from him. Like he yeah. knows that, he knows she's hurting and he knows he can make it better, but he's not. Um, the dragon has learned how to make an entrance, um, which is because it just yeah. like comes in screaming hot, which is very, very funny to me. Uh, and then basically it number one refers to Morgana as the witch the entire time, uh, which Merlin kind of has a reaction to. It's like, she's not a witch. She's my friend kind of thing. Um, but then says that it would be better if Morgana didn't know the full extent of her powers. 
Uh, and Merlin refutes that. He's like, no, no, she's my friend. I'm not going to abandon it, my friend. And, and Dragon's like, well, then you're going to have to do it on your own. And then Merlin says, well, then why the fuck am I in, uh, down, still down here? Unlike you, I'm a free man. I can just leave. Fuck off, Dragon. <laughs> and then he walks yeah. out. Yeah. Yep. Fuck him. Fuck him. Dragon's like, but I just made a cool entrance, and this is literally how you're going to act? All right. <laughs> yeah, all you're right. my only Next visitor. Next time, see what happens. <laughs> I'm going to fucking slither up this rock with no energy, no pizzazz. Way to go. I'm going to turn this rock from a sitting rock into a shitting rock, and then you're going to have to talk to me yeah. on a shitting rock all day. <laughs> you ever smell dragon shit? No, because I'm polite and I do it in the other end of the cave. But I'll do it up here. If that's what you want, Merle. If that's how you're going to be, I'll shit right here. I don't care. I don't smell it. I'm a dragon. I don't have a sense of smell. That's the thing people don't know about dragons. Magic. <laughs> Immortality. Wings. Fire breath. No sense of smell. No sense of smell. No. Huge huge nostrils. Nostrils like you fucking yeah. read about in huge Nostril Magazine. nostrils. Only, only there for no the air for the fire. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. These, it's they're just scaly tunnels leaving down to my, to my fire lungs. That's it. Uh, Merlin is waiting in Arthur's room when Arthur and uh, a rando knight comes in, and they are discussing. Um, like um, I the, believe this is actually Sir Leon. What? Who the fuck is Sir Leon? <laughs> what are you talking about? Why are you so obsessed with this? Is the second time, the third time? I just because I was editing the episode the other day, and like you went out of your way to be like, I think this is when he was guy, fighting Sir Leon, and I'm like, who the fuck? Who cares? He's just some random guy. Like who I the think fuck he's cares? Be a he's not character. So he's I'm not to Lancelot. Name. He's not. I mean, he's just some dude, Chris. What is I this? think he's he's in the whole. Does he have a series, Does so he have a sword? Is that why you're so obsessed with him? Is it the hair? They he's, all have swords. Yeah, but like, does he have a cool sword? You know what I'm saying when I say when. No, I ask, no, does I he just, have a sword? You I, understand I think, what I'm asking. The, the S is, in ca- is capitalized. Come on, dude. What are you doing? I think he. I think he's. He's just around for a long time. So I'm trying to remember his name now. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm. 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 Uh, it's, it's Arthur and Sir Leon enter Arthur's chambers. Thank you. Is that was that so hard? Yes. It was very difficult <laughs> for me. Actually, I was very frustrated. Um. <laughs> They're discussing like the logistics of uh, just you know searching out a bunch of people that they suspect of doing magic and arresting them for for no reason. <laughs> yeah, no, no sweat. Um, and Merlin uh. hears this and he's because he overhears them say that one of the people they were looking for uh, was suspected of contacting the druids. Uh, and of course, mm. this is uh, Arthur's big idea is to get Morgana to the druids. And um, while so. Uh, the other guy, Sir Leon the Great, uh, leaves. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's actually Sir Leon the Magnificent, but that's okay. Uh, did, did you, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Kidding. Why don't you Why don't you take this scene, my man? Go ahead. Go ahead. Describe it for me. <laughs> describe Describe Sir uh, Leon Merlin, the Magnificent. Merlin leaving. does. Well, I, I want to hear about it. He's facing away. <laughs> um, Merlin. Merlin does. Of course, he does a cheeky bit of magic while the other two, while the, while the uh, excuse me, uh, Prince Arthur and Sir Leon are, are talking. Uh, he does a cheeky little bit of magic so he can unfurl the scroll with a list of names on it, and he, um, and instead of like altering them to help these people or doing something, he just he just takes a little peek at them and he gets a name from there, figures out who they were talking about, um, so that he can go and talk to this person. And while all of this is happening. Uh, the thing that Arthur is talking about that he and he has no awareness that you know Merlin is like looking at this list. All Arthur is focused on is just busting Merlin's ass for bringing flowers Dude. to a lady. Like that's it. He's like you know this is. I mean he he start he goes on about it for ever just talking about like oh you know special flowers did you pick them yourself you know she she is a very pretty lady like it's just very like weird uncle energy from Arthur in this yeah. whole thing. I do not like it. 
it's yeah, he's all over the place in this one. His priorities are never focused on the correct thing. Um, but okay, so Merlin gets the he gets the list, he gets the name, and he goes to see this this person. I think her name is Foradell. Did I get that right? Uh, I don't know. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Druid associate Foradell, um, and he goes he goes to her door, like literally as the guards are coming to her house. Um, so he goes in there and he's like, "Listen." I need I need your help. The guards are here. Let's go. Um, they escape out the back before the guards can catch them because again they are literally going door to door hunting people down. These are not the good guys. No. Um, Jack they, booted yeah, she... Camelot Knights. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> fucking. Um, but yeah, so he he's like, hey, I need I need to. I heard you. You know the druids. I need to find them. I need their help. Um, and after a minute, she sees that. Merlin is it seems like a good guy, but she could tell by how flirty he is. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So she she gives him the info he needs, uh, and then and that's it. We don't ever see this woman again. <laughs> this woman disappears. Uh, presumably goes to marry Sir Leon in the season six of Merlin, which does not yeah. exist. Good yeah, for her yeah. and Leon. Um, later on, Merlin is delivering Morgana's drugs, um, and she's still very upset, uh, visibly shaken. She tries to kind of brush off what she said to him and like, hey, you know, I was just really upset. It's not really magic because, again, they live in the Uther's world. So, if, like, if mm-hmm. Merlin was anyone else, he could have just said that to somebody and she would be under suspicion. She'd be arrested, right? Not a good scene. Um, no. But instead, uh, she he kind of comes in and closes the door behind him uh, and is like, no, it could... It could maybe be magic, and uh, like I could, you know, we could maybe get you in touch with the druids. And there, and Morgana's like, they wouldn't dare to come into Camelot. Like that's he goes, no, no, but I'd, I'd, I, I may have a way. Uh, and Morgana has just this like, this glimpse of hope of like, oh, mm-hmm. this is different, and like that maybe this is something that I didn't expect and something that could help me. And it's very, very nice. Yeah, it's still you want Merlin to tell her. At this point, you start to understand why he's not telling, you know, about himself. Um, but this is a reasonable al- alternative. I think the way that they go about this, less less great, could have handled it slightly better, rather than escaping in the night. Yes. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But this is what they do. Yeah, and we we just skip to the next morning where Uther and Arthur and Gaius are like, oh, Morgana's gone for some reason. Um, Uther immediately says, this is a kidnapping. We, this, you know, this is... She, someone has taken her. Uh, Gaius goes to Merlin uh, and knows that Merlin has something to do with it. But Merlin is yeah. like, like, hey, no, I'm not, you know, d- 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 I helped. Like, this, you didn't do you didn't mm-hmm. do what you said you would do. Like, you, you weren't helping her, so I did. Um, also, I didn't tell her to disappear in the middle of the night. Okay, that wasn't my idea. Yeah, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of her thing. She, she kept saying that's it was aesthetic. So, like, I don't, I don't yeah. really know what that word means in this context. She left dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, so does that tell you anything? I wasn't totally yeah. sure what her intentions were. <laughs> God, I wish that was a joke, but she totally just dresses like Little Red Riding Hood, and it's, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, and they, they kind of argue about this, right? Like, I think rightfully argue about this, because Gaius, uh, Gaius knows that Morgana missing from the castle is going to cause all sorts of problems and unforeseen problems, and it and he's right, it absolutely does, and we'll get to all of those as they as they come up. But Merlin is also right that Gaius just was not there for her in the same way that he was there for Merlin, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. it, and they they are they're butting up against each other, um, and you can tell that both of them are trying to do what they believe is the right thing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Merlin says that the years before he came here were the loneliest years of his life. He had to hide himself from everybody. At least now he has, has Gaius. And in fact, yeah, when Gaius says, like, your situation in Morgana's are completely different, Merlin is like, yeah, because I have you and she doesn't. She has nobody. Yeah. At least I have one person, one outlet who I can talk to, who I can show my, my true self to. She can't to anybody. And it's driving her to this desperate place where she feels like she's losing her mind. Yeah. She has nobody to make her clean out leech tanks. So she, and she really needs yeah. that, says Merlin. <laughs> I really need some help on these <laughs> leech tanks. And Gaius does admit that he, you know, he understands why Merlin did what he did. But he is very afraid of what the consequences are going to be. Yeah. Um, and before we can find out what those are, we cut over to see Morgana. She's in this spooky forest on her way to the Druids, dressed in all red. It's very conspicuous, uh, but I guess she's not trying to blend in. She's just trying to go to the Druids. She thought it was a nice outfit. Yeah, looks good. Um, looks dope. And as, as we see her traveling, then we come back over to Uther, who announces that all prisoners, everyone who's been gathered up, uh, they'll be executed unless Morgana is, fine, is found. And that is a totally cool, good, and normal thing to do. Seems harsh. Seems a little extreme. Seems a little extreme to me. Um, and even Arthur, uh, he doesn't really speak up, but you can see it on his face where he's like, Ooh, that's going to be a bad one for Arthur. <laughs> this is going to be a bad night. Good? Um, and, of course, Merlin hears, hears this and knows nobody's bringing Morgana back. So he has to sneak out. Um, and then, again, just in a, a weird moment of Merlin humor, like... He knocks some stuff over, but has to catch it with magic before it, you know, falls to the ground and wakes Gaius up. But then he knocks the bridge over anyway, and then he goes somewhere and just blows a fucking hole in the castle walls, like waking everybody up, presumably. We've seen them escape through this place before, so like obviously he knew this was like a side passage. But like, I don't know, man. If like, oh, Prince's servant is leaving through the front gate, is anybody gonna really kick up a big stink about it? Yeah. Like, oh, Prince wants such and such thing. I've been sent to fetch it in such and such place. I'll be back. Bye. Mm. Like, like, yeah. Okay. Whatever. We don't care about you. Nobody. Nobody asked Merlin. Just. Just leave and Instead don't come he back. He blows a fucking hole in the plumbing, and now they're like, "Well, somebody just blew a hole in the plumbing." Yeah. This definitely <laughs> That's suspicious. This definitely looks like sorcery, says Uther. Um, yeah. And uh, we switch over to Morgana, who is uh, presumably more and more lost. Uh, and as she is walking along, she sees what I would consider to be a giant scorpion. That's a scorpion. I would about consider this. To be a huge fucking scorpion. It's a scorpion about the size of like a like a small dog. Um, it's yeah. it's very big, and she picks up like a stick and is like, "I'm gonna fuck the scorpion up," and the scorpion yeah. runs away. And you're like, "Yeah, fine." And then she turns around yeah. and det- finds out that the scorpion was really running away from an enormous horse-sized scorpion, <laughs> a enormous, giant. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The probably probably the biggest one they got. Probably the biggest scorpion out there. That's you, he's right here. You, this and is Scorpion Prime. Business. This is this is yeah. This is Scorpion Prime, dude. This is Scorp Prime. Um, and Morgana's like, you gotta be fucking kidding <laughs> what? me. Is this a thing? Is this a, what are, you are guys... the odds that I ran into Scorp Prime? Yeah. Why? Why am I at the Scorp party? <laughs> this it is, wasn't this... coyotes or even brigands. It was fucking the biggest, baddest scorpion you'll ever see in your life. And just to just to like cut out some some future feedback we might get. We. Uh, they'd say that these are not scorpions, but they're just fucking scorpions. They say it's like they're a magical creature. Scorpions. It's a huge, multi-legged creature with a curly it's pointer at the end of a tail, and it's our stinger. And I just I do, uh, uh, do not like. Do it's not too much. like. Uh, it's too much. 
And this huge thing like lashes out at Morgana and gets her on the leg, and she falls to the ground. And then he summons Team Scorps. He summons his yeah. boys. Yeah. Not supposed That's to be able you, to do this that. Is the ca- this is the cameo you can see me and Jeremy roll up. Yep. And we, we're deep with the squad. We roll deep with the squad. Um, Team Scorps um, for like, Man, we got to beat up Little Red Riding Hood. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to eat bugs. I don't want to eat ladies. This is terrible. Yeah, I'm not trying to eat that human woman. That seems like a whole lot. I like yeah, yeah. like little... Little bugs and shit, and like, and like I, sometimes I'll eat a snake. I kind of, and I told you before them. that, like, you know, I also don't like eating stuff that you've stung. Like that doesn't, that, none of that appeals to me. Like, well, if you sting them, you should just eat them. Like that's the rules. I don't let you guys eat my stung steaks. I love to eat stung steaks, but I want my, I can't even say it, stung snakes. <laughs> I want, dude, it's too much, dude. It's got your, it's got prime primo. What is his name? <laughs> Scorpion prime, prime venom, venom all, all in her, coursing through her yeah. veins. And I'm supposed to take a nibble like that's normal? I don't want to eat your venom, bro. I'm no. Not, that's just not something I'm interested in. That's going to hurt my tummy, dude. You're I'm Scorp not, Prime. I'm just regular Scorp. I'm regular Scorp. I'm not saying that I ain't it's... Built for this. I'm not saying that it's gross. I'm just saying that I don't want to do it. I just don't want to... I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to put your venom in my body. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Scorpion Prime. I'm sorry. It ain't, it ain't for me, Scorp Prime. Anyway. Scorp Daddy? Maybe? <laughs> so she does Scorp Daddy. So she doesn't get devoured by Scorp Daddy. No. Um, I've never seen a scorpion eat, eat anything. I'm just realizing. Um, I was really lucky. Anyway, uh, have you heard about like the, the the migratory paths of scorpions in Arizona? Christ Almighty, no, I haven't. So basically, scorpions uh, develop a migratory path, and it's like we're going from point A to point B, and um, humans come along, and they're like, "This is a great place for a subdivision," and it's they place the subdivision directly in between point A and point B. And now, like the scorpions, do not change at all. They're not like let's oh go God. around these these new homes full of people and 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 young things. They're like, nope, we're going directly through. And if we find a slipper along the way, we may just get snug in that bad boy and just wait for someone to come along. And then we're gonna go up, keep going the next day. Uh, I don't think we even got scorpions up here, but I'm terrified. Yeah, right it's now. it's a it's a horrifying thing. We were really really lucky. Like I I saw zero scorpions when I lived in Arizona, but I had a friend who was like on the path, and they would do. Like you know how you, you 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 something happens and like you I don't know like it, from that moment forward you always check to make sure that the light is on before you go outside mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. every single time they went to put shoes on she was like I have to like shake the shoes to make sure a scorpion's not in God, there. God, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Not the life I want to live. And thankfully, Morgana doesn't have to live that life either, because just as she's about to be de- devoured by Daddy Scorp, uh, she's rescued by the druids or a druid, a single a singular druid looking like a Jedi, calls them all away, and everything's okay. What do you think We're the... Okay. What's the difference between a druid and a Jedi? Very little. Lightsabers, really. You think it's just lightsabers? Um, And they they don't repress their emotions, I think. Which which ones? <laughs> I, feel got, like, I feel like both of these guys... Regu- I think they just got, like, regular human emotions, whereas Jedi are, like, you know, very stoic, and they don't want to feel anything. Because if they, you know, if they cry, they might turn evil or something it's true um, that's the first path to the sith is having having it having yeah. a good old cry um, having a having a having a mom loving your mom that's the path to the dark side don't like that uh druids love their moms mm-hmm. druids love their moms. winning pod time. races so that that's li- big, yeah <laughs> well that's teetering on the edge bro because the exaltation of winning uh-huh. that's not even the right word uh-huh. how excited you get when you win a pod race that's path to the dark side. path to the dark side okay okay chris i don't i don't mean to get a little uh <laughs> blue on this podcast mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. masturbation path to the dark side 
just asking for a friend, not not for me personally. Well, just just asking. It's a physical. It's a physical thing. Uh-huh. If there's no emotion in it, okay. then I think you're clean. So emotion, you're clean, emotionless jerking off is fine. What it was? Yeah. <laughs> okay. As long as I don't get excited about getting excited, I'm I'm a okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what you're no, saying. yeah. As long as you maintain your your calm, cool, collect. Okay. Um, okay. You know, so we've been in Scorpion Forest for much longer than Morgana is. <laughs> We have. I'm sorry we, we talked about Jedi jerking off, but it, we just got there, and I just couldn't resist. So I was having a really well, good time. You know, that's just how that's just how you how you do things. Um, so Mar- sometimes you get it's it's part of the discourse. You come here, you come to, you listen to a podcast for discourse. Yep. Sometimes you get discourse you didn't expect. That's true. Um, uh, oh, we'll get back on track. Morgana wakes up. Uh, and um, she has been bandaged. She is with a stranger. He, I thought he pronounced his name um, Edling, but I'm looking at the credits and I don't see an Edling. So it can only oh, be. I know I wrote it down in my notes. A somewhere. Glane. Uh I'll I'll let you know when I finally see it in my notes. It's somewhere. No, no, it's I somewhere. got it. It's, we get it. We get it. It's a Glane. Oh, it's a Glane. Okay, yeah. it's a Glane. Good. Hey, what's up? Oh yeah, I may. Oh, I might have been saying it Aglin. But oh. There's no way to know. I don't, I'm not watching the episode now. We're never going to see Aglin again, that. a Glane. Yeah. There's no way to know. Um, anyway, this guy's nursing her back to health. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's a friendly chap. He's like, hey, what's up? I um, took care of the scorpions for you. Um, it's kind of my specialty. Dude, uh, she's like, so if if you're Scorp Daddy, what does that make the big Scorp? And he's like, I am not Scorp Daddy. Do not call I, me that. Absolutely don't not. don't call me that. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> need to repress all of these emotions. And that almost got me um, like down to the path to the, to the dark druid. Um, yeah. Uh, but he, he knows her uh, name. When she yep. shows up, he knows. He totally knows her name, calls her by her name. Uh, and then the boy, Mordred, appears. Now, for our listeners, Mordred is the young druid boy that she helped last season. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a whole lot of things. But uh, he appears, and he's like, hey, what's up? I sense that you were in trouble because I'm a Jedi, and I uh, I, I, I sent help. I sent my boy, Aglan, Ag- Aglaine, here to help you out because um, I'm just kind of cool like that. And, and, I, and you I, took care of me once upon a time. I'll take care of you now. Aglan's like, he is not a Jedi. Please do not. He's a Padawan. Not, and please. <laughs> Mordred please just looks big. up and like gives him the fucking stink eye. It's like, you little motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the stupid little Padawan brain and everything still. He's like, man. I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill a bunch of little Padawans one day. And yeah. I'm going to blame it on you. Just wait. You just wait. Um, but yeah, he's, he, he wants to help her, which is nice. Um, this kid mm-hmm. just looks evil. Uh, he, you know, this mm-hmm. dude it becomes like a movie star. Like l- later on, like he was the he was an Ender's game. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. He was the guy, uh, the kid in Ender's game. Um, oh. Uh, but like right now, he just looks really, really fucking evil. It's very funny. Um, we go back to the castle where Uther is checking out uh, um, the the sewer pipe that Morgana busted that that no yeah Merlin used fucking force push and and busted that thing open well the funniest thing about this oh we skipped over one scene where Merlin is like hiking his way to the druids um no sweat um but here they're like looking at the wreckage of this uh, this gate that Merlin blew up and then they're like yeah we'll just um we'll follow the trail like they're fucking Aragorn all of a sudden sniffing the dirt being like okay they went this way and yes they have tracker dogs but it's just funny. I don't know why. It's just funny to me. What's not funny is uh, Uther just says, take no prisoners. And and Arthur is like, okay. And yeah. that means that they're going to just go murder everybody they find in the forest. <laughs> That's the plan. Like, and Not great. They're just great. going to murder everybody they find in the forest. Like, it's a... It's not good, Chris. It's not, not, good. It's not a good it isn't, thing. It isn't great. And um, Arthur... 
is not allowed to have character development that lasts for more than 43 minutes. No. Uh, it disappears after that. So he's just like, okay, dad, whatever you say, I'll murder whoever you tell me to murder. And I get that, like, he thinks, because his dad told him, that druids broke in to Morgana's room and kidnapped her, which is bad news, okay. But still, this just seems extreme that he's just going along with it. Yeah, just rolling rolling through with the death. Um, we see Merlin conjuring some fires in the forest uh, when he begins hearing voices. So as he's getting closer to the Ooh. druids, he's, he starts to pick up on all of their like mental thoughts. Um, and he's able to, it looks like for a minute that he's able to filter this down and just hear Morgana as she's like asking mm. uh, Aglin about like what's happening. Uh, meanwhile, Gaius visits Uther who is convinced that she is kidnapped because uh, she's much too like her father to just run away when she's having problems. Um, and there's a little bit of, you know, I can't, I can't imagine losing her type situation. Um, this is all set up for some payoff. that's going to happen much, much, much later. So, yeah. Um, yeah. He says she died. A part of him would die as well. Okay, dude. Um, and then soon after we see Arthur and his men there, not too far away from the last place that we saw Merlin. So here we go. And all right. The next morning, Morgana awakes at the druid camp, uh, and she actually slept through the night for the first time in a really long time. She feels refreshed. She's, she's feeling much better. The druids are super welcoming to her. They give her a change of clothes. So they're like, the little red riding hood thing was a little much. And she's like, no, I, what do you mean? Um, it's, no she's like, about. oh, you'll blend in a little bit more, because clearly you, you stick out like a sore thumb here. But yeah, yeah. really, they were just like, they're the fashion police. Um, they're, they're, so yeah, they're she's just totally take her... being welcomed in. They're gonna take her little, uh, little red riding hood outfit and turn it into curtains so she can stand behind. They're just being really nice. Yeah. They're just being really, really they're nice. Being, they're the best. They're just the best. Um, Merlin's there's getting a lot of, close. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of back and forth between Arthur and Merlin getting as they as both of them approach the Druid village. Uh, yeah, we we get a little bit of um, Elena Morgana like she's he's like, you know, why are you here? And she's like, I'm looking for answers. And he's like, Well, why don't you walk into this tent with me? And I'm like, Hmm. Why can't we hang out here yeah. in, in public? Yeah. Why why are the answers secret answers, mysterious man you know, I just met? Why can't we be in public? Why do you have to be away from prying eyes? What are you what are you up to, sir? Seems really weird, my dude. Seems pretty uh yeah. Um but yeah, just I think this is where this is where Merlin finally reaches the camp. And of course, we didn't make it obvious already. The they're following Merlin's trail yeah. to the druids. Morgana got away scot free. She's fine. They didn't follow her trail. So Merlin made everything worse by trying to go after her. Uh, he overhears them talking. Um, her, uh, He tells Morgana that she has a gift, all that kind of stuff. Um, and finally confirms, yes, this is magic. She's, of course, very concerned. She's, I think she's, she's relieved almost to hear somebody say it, but she's obviously really worried about what uh, Uther would do if he finds out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, Aglin does the good guy thing where he's like, oh, well, I pity him. His fear of magic has driven all the good from his heart. Um, magic shouldn't be a secret. It's a force for good in this world. All, all the things that she kind of needs to hear yeah. um, to, to be able to embrace who she is and live openly and understand herself. All these good things. Um, but unfortunately, Arthur and his men have arrived and they were told to take no prisoners. Yeah. Uh, Merlin. Kinda... She gets like one moment of, "Hey, everything's gonna be okay, isn't it?" Oh fuck! No. Oh fuck! Uh, and this is pretty instantly bad. We don't actually see them like murdering people. Uh, what we see is the druids um gathering up their stuff and running away in terror. Uh, which I think is enough. 
I'm glad they don't mm-hmm. go hard on like Arthur murdering people because it'd be really difficult to like make him be an okay person mm-hmm. after he did something like this. Uh, so I don't know how many I don't know how many druids they actually killed, right? Uh, but as they invade, um, uh, well, Merlin shows up during the middle of this, uh, sneaks into the tent, and is like, "We've got to go. We got to get you back to Uther because he's going to execute like a bunch of people." Morgana's like, "No, these are my people. They are like me. They gave me this cool robe, and he, I don't feel so alone <laughs> here." Uh, and then uh, Eglin arrives, and that's when everything starts going crazy. I was getting my timelines a little confused. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's a moment in the confusion as everybody's running around where uh, Mordred and Merlin kind of lock eyes from across the field, and Mordred telepathically calls him Emerus again. Um, yeah. And then Arthur sees Morgana running with Aglaine and then starts chasing them down. Uh, he does not see Merlin ahead of them, and he does not see Mordred behind them somehow, though. So that's good. Yeah. There's, you know, there's. It's very confusing. It's getting very confusing in there. Um, all right, where are we? Where are we? She's they're they're pursu- they're pursuing. There's pursuit happening. Lead me on because I'm lost in my notes. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 pursuing. Uh, Morgana's leg is bad, so she she has to like uh, she's slowing her down. Uh, Merlin says he's going to create a diversion. I really thought he was going to do the Lord of the Rings thing and just like summon a bunch of water with horses coming out of oh, it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> but instead, it's just a bunch of fog. He just does fog. Yeah. It's just fog. And then <laughs> she's he, like, "Really? I thought this was going to be an epic moment." Oh no, wait, nobody sees him do it. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then he like hides behind a tree in the fog, and then like right as Arthur is looking at him, like jumps behind the jumps out from behind the tree. So they just like start chasing him down. He almost gets fucking shot. Like, I think it's your boy Leon that get, like almost shoots Merlin with that yeah. crossbow. Damn. My boy don't miss. You know what I'm saying? He's, well, I mean, he's lucky. yeah, yeah. That dude's lucky. Sir Leon, the magnificent, you're really good at killing unfaced <laughs> citizens, unnamed citizens. Look at him. Oh, look at he, him. He's go. got, he has the, he holds the world record in, in Camelot for, um, shots to the back, <laughs> fatal shots to the back. <laughs> He can find the heart right through the shoulder blades. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. He's good. He's good at what he does, and what he does is kill people (laughs) on on orders from the king. Kill people who are fleeing. He's really uh, good at killing. He's one to watch. He's one to watch. Yeah. Uh, Not great at the joust, as we have learned, uh, as Chris has has made sure that we all know about. But but he is good at putting a (laughs) dart through the heart. Uh, So. Merlin runs away. He manages to hide under a tree, and then all of uh, Arthur's crew like rushes past. Um, there's a lot of uh, people rushing around and being chased. Uh, eventually, Morgana collapses. She can't run anymore, and this is where they catch up with uh, Glane and Morgana, and he gets shot by a crossbow. Uh, and there's like this this moment where like they're like she's like leave me behind, and then he gets shot, and then Mordred's like later <laughs> so i'm just gonna run <laughs> yeah this seems like Bye. a time for me to go um and what looks like what is about to happen and they they, they kind of got me here is that mordred is is running away some knights are like coming from all different directions and then you see uh merlin to the side seeing this and i'm like oh this is gonna be merlin's moment to like do some magic and save mordred but mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. not like mordred no. lifts his face to the sky and screams throwing back all of the knights that are coming close to him and then even pushing Merlin back from a, from a distance a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this is, you can tell Mer- Merlin is like, holy shit, this is magic magic. This is capital M magic. Yeah. This feels like, you know, it's supposed to be a surprise. And in my head, I was like, I thought he could already do that. And I guess all he has done 
previously is speak telepathically. He hasn't shown that he can do any other ability. Um, and it, also in my head, I was thinking, oh, all the druids can use magic, but I think that that's not true either. Um, I think it's just the select few or who have this gift, presumably. I don't know. Um, so that is why they're, you know, oh, Morgana, you're a special case. We're going to help you out. And uh, Mordred is, is special and, and Merlin is special. Um, but they, they don't have as it's not like everybody can just go screaming and throwing people around. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, Glenn before, you know, as he was talking to Morgana, I was like, yeah, this is, this is magic, like of a type, but like, you're gonna have to train and learn it and, and do it. But like it, these three specifically seem to have tapped into some real primal energies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some good, the good shit, the good shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh where are we at? Back to Camelot. Morgana cares, gets returned home. Yeah. She who gets, who she cares that that dude died? Nobody cares. No time yeah, to mourn that nobody guy. Cares. She, she just sticks to the story that the druids kidnapped her. Um, because what else can you do? I guess. Yeah. Uh, that night, Merlin comes to visit her. She seems like she's a little bit better. She seems like she's maybe concealing something still in her. Um, but she does have clarity. And she she's hoping that, you know, magic will be a force for good and that she can kind of connect with that a little bit more. Knowing that magic doesn't have to be this awful evil thing, I think, has given her some peace. Um, It seems like Merlin is like maybe going to come clean to her. Yeah. Yeah. But then he then he he pulls back again. He doesn't do it. That's that was a moment, too, where I was like, you know, are they because there's that moment at the door where she's like closing the door and he says, you know, it's good to have you back. And she says, thank you, Merlin. And I'm like, are they really trying to, like, make me think that these two people are, like, liking each other? Because to me, yeah. this is all just a product of her, like, finally being justified in what she believes about herself, right? Like, that, that just it, finally being told that what you were, what's happening to you is real. It's a real thing. You were not a crazy person, like, helps her out so dramatically. Yeah. And I took the thank you, Merlin, almost as a, like, okay, time for you to go because he failed her in a way like yeah. he did help her but he also now she's like well i have this understanding this kid merlin didn't give it to me yeah he, he told me about the druids and he helped me he, that, that was nice of him but he's still not connecting on that level and i would think given that she, he knows her secret that he should now come clean and and solve everything yeah but he doesn't he doesn't uh all i want in this series is for merlin to tell somebody some his secret and then mm-hmm. not immediately murder mm-hmm. them right afterwards uh, uh, well, uh, Merlin goes home. He apologized to Gaius. Gaius gives him a hug, and he says, "You know, I was angry with you right up until the moment you walked in, which is a very parental thing to say." Um, but yeah, so Merlin is like, "So, cat's out of the bag." Druids told Morgana that she has magic, and uh, now the the mission is really just to try and keep helping her and and keeping this a secret from Uther because if he finds out, things will be bad. Yeah. Um not good at all uh and you know Gaius is kind of unconcerned about this because he's like oh it's just the druids like arthur almost murdered all of them today so we'll definitely murder the rest of them tomorrow <laughs> like no big deal like arthur arthur yeah. will, will murder his way through this problem no 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 worries um we also skipped a step by I the always, way. <laughs> oh did we yeah because when merlin is on his way from uh morgana's place to the lab to talk to Gaius, oh, he gets yes, confronted by <laughs> uh arthur who uh, is like, you know, Uther would have your head if he knew what was going on. And Merlin, of course, is thinking it's a magic thing, but it's actually Arthur thinking that Merlin is in love with Morgana. Uh, and 
he says, you know, take it for someone who has experience with women. And Merlin pops back, if I knew anyone, I would, <laughs> which is very funny yeah. to me. Um, uh, but he tells Merlin to stick to girls on his level. Yeah. I think we're supposed to believe that Arthur is, like, cool with the ladies, especially he's the prince, you know? The ladies love him. Um, but he was, like, magically coerced into falling in love with the she a while back, mm-hmm. and then he had one smooch with Guinevere, and that's all. That's his entire experience. I don't believe that he gets around at all. So, um, Merlin is right to dig into him. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, uh, they do the Gaia stuff. Uh, that all seems yeah. to end pretty well. Uh, and then the preview for the next episode has uh, Morgana uh, wielding a sword like a badass. I'm mm-hmm. super excited any, about that. Any, um, any shots of Sir Leon in this one? I don't pay attention because Sir Leon looks that. like every single dude I've ever seen behind Let's a guy that call, they call a prince in these <laughs> shows. Just looks like a normal dude. Let's uh, look him up. Let's, let's spend some time. Rupert Young. Let's see. Merlin. No, no. I got it. I guess his name is Rupert Young. Let's, let's see what Rupert Young has done with his life since Merlin. How about it? Oh. Uh, um, it's probably far more than I have done, so I don't know why I'm trying to make fun of the guy. <laughs> Sir Leon is a loyal and trustworthy knight of Camelot who served under both Uther and Arthur. Uh, Rupert um, Young is a English actor best known for his role as Sir Leon in the medieval fantasy and fiction series <laughs> Merlin. Uh, acting from a young age. Um, uh, in 2009, he... Uh, beginning as a small supporting role, Rupert was cast as Sir Leon in the BBC fantasy Merlin. He soon became a recurring character throughout the series, appearing alongside uh, Colin Morgan and Bradley James uh, t- until the end of the series. Uh, that's it. That's that's all it talks yeah. about on the IMDb. No, page. that's literally that's the only reason that I was trying to identify. I was like, I'm pretty sure this dude like is a guy, but he just isn't one yet. We just don't give a shit about him now. It'll be. I mean, I don't know if we ever give a shit about him, but that was my. <laughs> anyway. It's always fun looking up like um, these kind of people on IMDb because uh, mm-hmm. like he was in uh, the he was in Bridgerton, which I think a bunch of people probably yeah. have watched. Uh, we fell off that pretty quick, but like I know people seem to really like it. Uh, but he was also in a TV series uh, called Just the Bisexual. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> which, <laughs> hmm. Straight to the point. Yeah. Uh, don't really know what that's about. I don't know why I'm talking about this. I just, I just anyway. Just thanks for listening. Never heard. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Patreon.com <laughs> slash Monster of the Week. Uh, go give us money so that we can continue to to do podcasts badly at the end of it. <laughs> uh, we love you, and well, we want you to do that. We love you. Yeah, we really thanks do. for listening. Uh, ratings and reviews. Uh, tell your friends. Um, I, I mentioned this on another okay, podcast bye. recently, Chris, but I want to tell you about mm. it as well. I was listening to an interview mm. with somebody, and they were talking about like what they would do if they were like a young rapper trying to get started now. Um, and the guy being interviewed uh, is a dude that's been in the, in, in the industry for decades. He's a, like a, a huge figure. Uh, and he said to this day, when I go to the family cookout, I go to the barbecue, I grab up all my cousin's phones and I'm, and I follow him up, I follow myself on Spotify or Apple Music huh. or whatever. He goes, they may never, never, they never notice, but those numbers count for me. <laughs> I just started laughing. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to see if I can get yeah. our numbers bumped just by like, hey, let me see your phone and just subscribing them to Still His Kingdom Keeps. And I want you to do the same for your little cousin that you've been trying All to right, impress. All right, I can do that. I can do that. See if we can get a numbers bump going. <laughs> hey, y'all, let me see your phones. <laughs> let me see your phone. Log into your Spotify. 
Yeah. I don't know why Quit. we're talking about this. Um, Everybody, fun. bye. We'll see you later. Bye. Okay, bye. Scalabro. Did you just pop in here like one second ago? Yeah. Okay. Because I was in here and I popped out just to make sure that it was like working. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pop back in. I had to close Discord. And you were there. So yeah. anyway, I'll start recording now. Hopefully my internet holds out because I didn't move over my thing. Because <laughs> I thought I don't need to be doing that. I, um, coming in hot coming in hot with the yawns into the cut yeah yeah i didn't um despite my new oh, found coffee snobbery i did not have any coffee mm. today so i'm i'm caffeine no deficit. none none coffee zero coffee none coffee left jeremy i'd be in a, i would be in a coffin right now if i did not drink coffee <laughs> yeah i don't know how i did it today to be honest with you i just got distracted i um it I'll, happens i guess sometimes i'll get to like 10 o'clock a.m and i'll be like oh i don't have any coffee I'm going to die soon. I better. So, yeah, I know. I know the feeling, but I, I couldn't make it until 3.41 p.m., Jeremy. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize it had quite gotten this late. I, I worked from home today, and then you texted me, and I was like, or I think I texted you. I was like, yeah, are we still doing the thing? And you were like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'll, I, I, could, I could go in 15 minutes. And I was like, okay, well, I will continue playing this video game that I'm playing. <laughs> um, and it's then, okay. It took me a little bit longer than 15 minutes anyway. And it, I looked up, and I was like, like when you text me, like I'm in the cut. I'm like, oh shit, I'm running drastically late. I'm on a boss fight, <laughs> doing very badly against this boss fight and this game that I'm bummer. playing. It's always so. a bummer. You hate um, to see it. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. I watched some Star Wars TV, Jeremy. Star Wars TV. What did you watch? I watched Kenobi. I was okay. only a little bit late on that because the last episode came out like what a week or two ago, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I finished it on Monday. I think pretty normal. Pretty normal show. Felt like a pretty normal. Show you watched all of it, right? Yeah, I watched it week to week. Uh, I think it's, I think it's, it's a, it's a good show. It's a yeah, fine, totally it, normal, totally it's a normal fine fun show. show. That's it. I, uh, I, it's, it's, it's increasingly weird the stuff they are trying to fit in between like the big moments of this franchise because uh, I don't know, like when you when you watch uh, Obi Wan and you watch Darth Vader and they're like and I guess spoiler alert they have a lightsaber battle <laughs> like mm-hmm. you just <laughs> you just you just know what's going to happen which is kind of nothing the entire time mm-hmm. um and yeah, that's that is a shame all I was really looking for were were conversations between Vader or you know Anakin and and Obi-Wan mm-hmm. because that's that's really the only thing that I guess that they could add of depth between those two um, because then we you know they meet each other again in, in a new hope and they battle and then that's that but we never have any sort of like further conversation so it was cool to look forward to that and we got like the smallest slice of that and I'm really not complaining because I went into this so low stakes I was like well I have I've resubbed to Disney plus I better make use of it and finally watch this because I haven't been on my Star Wars kick in a while yeah. um but uh, but no, I mean, I still I had fun with it. It was a fun show. This is the first time where you know it should have taken me, um, it shouldn't have taken me thirty years to figure this out. But I was like, oh, this is this is for kids. Okay, oh, I got gotcha. you, I got gotcha. you. This is totally yeah, yeah. for kids. This is because I can children. imagine like 
some of the elements of it. I'm just like, I bet this fucking rules if you're 10 and you're, and it's just is the coolest thing ever. Cause it certainly was for me, but as a 30 year old, um, I still had a lot of fun with it. I've always liked Ewan McGregor as uh, Obi-Wan. Um, yeah. And even I, now I think, and I think I'm not alone in this. People have grown a weird appreciation for Hayden Christensen as Anakin. Um, which is, you know, good. Hey, whatever. It's nostalgia. It is what it is. But um, it was definitely fun to see them interact at just just a tiny little bit again. It's um the 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 dude Hayden Christensen like his like resurgence as as that character is really weird to me because uh, like the prequel movies like you can make an argument that they are interesting you can make an argument that they have a lot of cool lore but you can never ever 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 say that they are good movies because they are not good movies Mm -hmm. by like any Mm -hmm. modern or even at the time standard they're just not good movies period end of story um (laughs) and i always thought that hayden just came off pretty poorly in all of those like i know that there was some Mm. real wonky like scripts and things like that but i've just never it wasn't until the very, very end of the third prequel where he gets any kind of gravitas and any kind of like yeah. fear. And I know that was that's the whole point, right? Right, we're building up to him becoming like the most terrifying villain ever, or whatever. But uh, it wasn't till the very end. So like nowadays, when people are like, "Oh, he was he was just the best," I'm like, for just the the fire thing, just the you've got the high oh. ground. Like, is that <laughs> is that what we're talking think, about? Is that it? I don't, <laughs> is think, there, it, I don't think it was ever that. <laughs> we need to stop pretending that it's just that we all we grew we've grown a fondness for it and people need to realize that no it's still bad we can we can just like it and it be bad <laughs> and stop I, pretending that it's amazing and look i i i watched all of them recently like i have mm. I've, i watched like you know my history with star wars like during the fucking uh pandemic i, I went all fucking into star wars and watched mm. most of the movies i watched all of the tv shows i could get my hands on like i, I went through it but like I mean, just he seems like a fine fellow. I haven't really watched him act in anything else, but I just think that he's—I don't know—he's just kind of kind of dorky. Don't know. As I don't know how many Anakin. opportunities you'd have to watch him in anything else. Unfortunately. Yeah, but he hasn't been in a lot, right? Like that was pretty much the the beginning no. and the end um, of his career, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, Kenobi was fine. Kenobi was fine. It was fine. Uh, there yeah. was a there was a cool moment where like. Spoiler alert for two seconds where Vader's mask gets uh, mm-hmm. damaged. So you see his face, Anakin's face underneath it. It's kind of cutting in between uh, Vader's voice and Anakin's voice. Um, and that was probably the only moment of like, oh, wow, cool for me. Um, and then the rest of it, it was just, I just had a fun time. I just had fun Star Wars time. Um, it wasn't as like moving or as exciting, I guess, as like Mando, like the first season of Mando, as things start to pick up and you're like, this fucking rules. Like they're they're doing Star Wars the way that I want them to do Star Wars, you know. Um, and you, especially like Mando season yeah, two, finally. at the end of that, mm-hmm. you just get this like big fan service dump. But it's like it's so exciting, gets you gets you like super pumped up. And um, this didn't really have any of those moments, um, even with all the fan service and all the nods, because they sort of just felt like that's all they were is just fan service just nods and it's like yeah they this show served very little purpose beyond that and i'm okay with that <laughs> so i don't really know what i was expecting but I, I i landed all it really did was just make me like get into star wars again um which is always dangerous because i get so obsessed with shit <laughs> Yeah, and 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 like the stuff that you that are that is out there for Star Wars, like because I get real excited too, like I get real like uh, pumped up about it. Um, and Kenobi didn't do this to me, but uh, I, 
um, parts of Boba Fett did this to me where I was like, it's time to watch the movies again. <laughs> and like, nobody wants to be at that point in their lives. Nobody needs to yeah. get put back into, yeah. oh, like, let's Bro. watch all nine movies, see, see what happens. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Come out hollow on the other side of it. I'm real curious. Um, um, so Taika, Taika, Taika Watiti is supposed to be doing a big Star Wars project since um, he's basically mm-hmm. doing space opera stuff in Marvel now. Uh, and I'll be very curious how his style translates to the Star Wars universe because uh, nobody, like, even um, nobody has ever made like a real funny star Wars, right? Like it's all a a lot of the content and a lot of the stuff, like there have been funny moments and there's been unintentionally funny moments, but nobody has gone out of their way to make this universe funnier in any way. It's always very, very grim and the stakes are always very high. Mm -hmm. Um, So (laughs) to see like Taika, who is the king of like this, you know, weird kind of back and forth banter, irrelevant, irreverent, not irrelevant, irreverent humor kind of, thing while all of this drama is happening will be super interesting to me that's about the most excited i can get for star wars right now so yeah we'll see uh there's a couple shows coming i think there's more visions the anime stuff um Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm way behind i still have to see both of that um what's that what'd you think about what'd you think about visions Uh, i'm four episodes in so the first episode, Ronin, the the one that's just this black and white samurai movie, but an anime um, with lightsabers. That that was obviously super cool. Um, it I I really really hate that animation style. It's more and more popular, like the three D CGI uh, animated effect. And mm-hmm. this was in black and white and super stylized, so I could kind of overlook it. But that's definitely one of my like, biggest pet peeves. Berserk keeps getting that treatment, like the TV animated Berserk. Yeah. Um, from 2016, 2017, looks like that, and it, I just it it just kind of freaks me out. But that was obviously it was a cool, it was a new take. It was like Sith versus Sith. It was this, this just different thing. Obviously, very clearly inspired by samurai movies. Um, but no, it was cool. It was a fun twist. And this what's the second one? I think is about like the band that plays for Jabba, um, which I was like, okay, this is like interesting i'm not really i don't really care that much it's it's a a fun concept to look at an area of star wars that we don't normally look at which definitely seems like that's where this series can shine um by doing things that are different than what we normally get with with from star wars because they're just shorts they don't have to have this long continuity or anything you can just like hey here's a here's an interesting idea that could potentially exist in, in this universe um so that was cool on that front the animation was nice but i didn't really care uh the third one is called the twins this is the one that i had heard the most uh, about I, um I remember the twins. it's by yeah. it's it's by trigger which is a very famous uh anime studio well well loved anime studio but i didn't really feel this one at all i wasn't it wasn't vibing with it it felt the most and i think it feels like a saturday morning cartoon um or like all of the tropes of anime that we make fun of and i think it was like that on purpose um but i i just they're out in space with no helmets on and that just i couldn't get over it um (laughs) for whatever reason that's the most popular one but that seems like the one that i cared the least about because it was just like the most generic star wars thing except they can breathe in space for some reason that's all i could focus on um i mean it was pretty i guess and then the last one that i watched was like the village bride or something like that um that one was super mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It had really cool music. It felt like a like an eco Shadow of the Colossus episode of Star Wars or something. It was very subdued, very laid back, um, very Japanese, I guess, but um, really cool. 
lot of great visual effects and everything. So that's that's been my favorite so far. Was number four, and uh, I'll watch the rest of the season and let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get back to it. I, I think I fell off after one of those. One of them had like a real goofy style uh, that was definitely like. Oh, this is one of those kinds of anime um, that people like yeah. that I don't seem to. Um, the kind of the stuff when we were talking about Full Metal Alchemist, like the times that Full Metal Alchemist go, goes like kind of goofy and everything. And I think I've s- said the same thing about Berserk too. So it's just like that particular style of like real cutesy, yeah. kizzy stuff. Like once that happened, I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really care anymore. Um, so I just stopped watching all yeah. of those. I'll be curious what you think about Boba Fett if you end up watching that though, because uh, I was really, really mixed. Oh, Lord, Chris. Yeah, that seems like this. Lack of coffee is not doing we, me we any favors. We better get the ball. We get better get the ball rolling on Merlin here. Forget you're gonna need to, I will watch that soon. You're going to need to uh, move your internet router. You sound like season one Monster Week Chris yeah, right now. I okay. I feel like it's, it's bad. bad. Okay, I'll be I'll be back, and um, hopefully this won't take too long. B- BRB. Cool. I have returned. Hello. Hello. My internet's going to be bad for another 10 minutes until this thing kicks in, but I, um, here I am. So, uh, not to like report things on fa- that are happening on Facebook to you or anything, um, but I started following a uh, page on Facebook it's for a local like restaurant called Super Taters. Um, okay. and, the re- and the reason I started following it, because I don't normally follow food places, uh, but it's one of the few places that I can um, get like food delivery to my house. So, uh, and the dude that runs, it seemed like a really nice dude, like super into like the local community. Um, but, but like, he would also just like, Hey, I invented this thing for a customer. Like how about boudin mac and cheese and a potato? And I was like, yeah, okay, absolutely. That sounds great. <laughs> like I want, so I wanted to follow it so I could get it more of the weird like stuff that he was doing. So if I ever ordered food, I would have it in mind. Well, he gets arrested. Um, what? And he makes he makes a post about how not where I thought this was going. <laughs> he makes a post about how the police department, like, um, I don't even I don't even know like the, I don't know the whole story, but like they were apparently very rude to him, saying that he was being suspicious, even though he like he was in front of his own business or or whatever. Um, they, they of course he you know makes bail or whatever, and he kind of makes like a public thing about it. Um, and the dude's like. He goes to all of the parades. He's he's active in the community. He like knows people. Like the whole community's out in support of this cat. Like he's and he's you know making noise about the the local police department. Mm. Um, and then yesterday, um, and he I, I posted this in the Discord too. Uh, but he writes this whole thing. Um, I'm just gonna text this to you real quick uh, so you can you can read it because I don't want to read the whole thing. Um, about like the police department trying to intimidate him uh, by having like all of the police show up in the courtroom uh, that where he was supposed to uh, have his hearing today or that day. Um, and they, they were told to like okay, look intimidating or to, to, I guess to try to scare him. But he's, he, he writes all of you? this and he like talks about like the update. And then at the bottom, like he here. just, like he just posts a picture guy. of all of his food and is but like, here's a sale. <laughs> and I, have I completely lost you? Have I been talking to air? Oh no. Where did Chris go? Dude, no. I've been recording oh, for too long. Chris I don't want to lose it. Chat. I told him to change his internet and then now he's Hello. Hey. Okay, I got your text. 
Where did where did my story leave off for you? I'm sorry. When you when you went to when you went to text me, I was like, okay, cool. And then there was silence. Okay. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I think something went wrong. So the text is just him explaining what happened, like an update that all of these cops are supposed to intimidate him. But look at the bottom, he puts a fucking like ad for all of his food, Chris. It was the most baller thing I'd ever seen in the world. Like like, you know, we're gonna fight the police, but you know, here's Boudin mac and cheese or cheddar forever, <laughs> you know, potato or whatever. Yeah. And then um, today he posted an update, but now he's um, now he's got like some branding. Uh, so it's it's the name of the company is Super Taters, and it's Super Taters versus the local police department. Hashtag oh su- super sized justice will be served. Hashtag no justice, no peace. Um, very very funny to me. It's it's it's. Very I can't amazing. believe I can't believe that Super Taters is uh is, is a cab. He's saying a cab. He's basically saying a cab, and like it's 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 just very funny because he's he's, he's <laughs> he just you fall you fall for some sweet sweet food items, and then you get a political local police drama and it's fucking it's it's brilliant dude i love it so much like he's posting pictures because i guess what started the whole thing was that he had parked his vehicle in a uh in a bank parking lot that was closed and uh the cop told him that that was uh that was very suspicious so like an update from today was him taking a picture of one of the cop cars also parked at the same bank that that is closed today for some reason and like (laughs) i guess that suspicious behavior doesn't apply to everybody and like (laughs) That's uh-huh. just it's just very funny to me and that like and the whole what's great about it uh is that uh you know he's a black dude and like the whole community seems to be behind him like i, I there could be so much of this that would be easily twisted around but um and be, this could be horrible but i'm just so happy that the guy that runs super taters is just you know <laughs> fucking up, Go for him, right stick it up for himself yeah yeah it's really funny let, it's, let me know if there's any dark turns though oh yeah yeah believe me i'm i'm i've I got i've got notifications on for super taters at this point <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way to drum up business there hasn't been this uh, much fun on local louisiana drama since um i think i told you about the guy that um guy whose wife was cheating on him uh with his dad oh my god what yeah um there was <laughs> this this was huge this kind of went like into a weird national meme situation but yeah this dude's wife um uh cheats on him with his dad uh and then gets pregnant so now um his oh, oh yeah she's so she's pregnant with her husband's brother yes absolutely uh yeah or sister whatever uh, yeah or whatever yeah yeah but but the the brother the the husband's sibling is in the wife's belly um and so like there's some huge fallout or whatever but then like facebook profile pics starts start changing and like the husband just updates his profile pic husband's still married to the mom by the way if you're excuse me okay the dad's still married to the mom not his mom (laughs) oh okay so his parents his parents are still married yeah but when, but when his father is cheating is, on is, his mother with his wife. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the the dad, um, what's doing the philandering? Updates his profile picture. And it's just him and the chick that he's cheating on his wife with, like the pregnant oh chick. My oh my god. god, dude! It was insanity. It was absolute insanity. I have memes. People do were like movie poster memes from it. It was it was crazy. <laughs> There's a there was a whole nothing, literally like, nothing stronger, nothing more powerful, and nothing harder to share than a local meme oh dude i love a local meme i really do like if you get into some super like niche meme territories i remember when the first time Mm -hmm. uh a friend of mine like sent me some pilot memes 
um where because he's you know he's a pilot he has his pilot's yeah, license and yeah. he was like check these out and i didn't understand any of them but they were you know <laughs> whatever 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 bottom text right like i mean the meme format was real and i was just you could just look at him and laugh you're like okay i, could, I feel like i could figure this out if i really needed to um yeah autumn follows a bunch of um because she sells uh you know hospital equipment like analysis blood analysis machines or whatever um and that's kind of what she does nowadays, but whatever. But she follows like lab tech Facebook pages where they do like <laughs> lab, you know, and it's a lot of like, you know, yeah. d- 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 weird stuff in a d- petri dish that they're zooming in on a, on a with a uh, uh, microscope and like making jokes about it or whatever. And it's just very, very dumb. I love it. The most, the most specific thing you could get. Yes, absolutely. Love to see it. You do. You, you absolutely love to see it. I, um, I found another deck builder, Chris. Uh-oh. That's troubling. Yeah. Did I talk about Monster Train last time? Because... I don't know. Boy. Um, I remember posting uh, Train Boy in the Discord. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, you guys were all talking about trains. Is Wait. it... So, Monster Train. Uh-huh. Quick question. Sure. There are monsters. Yes. But... Are they on a train? Or is there a train made out of monsters? No. That's where I'm a little confused. So uh, hell has been um, uh, taken over by heaven. So you okay? Sign me up. So you are <laughs> on a train, um, and you were trying to get to the heart of hell to relight the fire. Um, oh, so you're so you're a baddie. So you you we are the monsters. Um, okay. So we are trying to to we're battling through the the the, the the he- the warriors of heaven to get to the the center of this place so that we can relight the fires of hell. Um, so your train, you're you're on a monster train, but you're you're the one summoning the monsters. Um, so okay. you you go from encounter to encounter, and uh, along the way you might stop to upgrade some stuff or buy something at the shop or or whatever. Find a weird little like like I, f- I ran into Dante the other day. That was pretty fun. I got Dante on my train hanging out with me. From the um, Devil May Cry series? No. <laughs> oh, from the Inferno. From the, from Inferno. the Inferno. <laughs> yes, but I'm, but Chris, I absolutely love that your mind went there because he would fit right in. He would fit right into the aesthetic. Um, but it's cool. Like you have, uh, like if you can, if you can picture that you have like four floors, right? Um, so it's a little like tower defensey. Uh, okay. Monsters enter in, or enemies enter in from the bottom floor. Everybody takes a turn. And then they move up. If they survive, they move up to the next floor up. Um, your fourth floor is where your pyre is, is where your like fire thing that you're going to relight hell with. Mm-hmm. And if that runs out of HP, your run is over, you're dead. Um, and you okay. can't put monsters or anything up there. It can fight back, but not like a lot. So like if somebody hits it, it might do like 20 or 30 damage to the enemy. So like it can survive, but it's like you really don't want a lot of people up there. Um, so you pull it's cards so you're collecting a set of cards a card might be a unit with that you can summon the card might be a spell that you can cast or it could be uh um something that changes the floor that maybe allows you to put more units on each floor something like that uh and then you build basically a deck or and that, that you can defend um and you go through like several waves of encounters um and then get two boss fights and then hopefully beat the boss and then they mix it up a lot um the cool thing is that um, unlike Slay the Spire, which I've been playing quite a bunch of, Slay the Spire mm-hmm. has three characters, uh, some pretty set number of bosses. Uh, but like, there's each character has maybe like 
three or four like strong hands that you could go to like like oh if you're playing the defect you want to go for this build or that build or that build mm. and if you kind of don't mm. put that together uh you you just you're fucked um this game has six clans with the dlc and every run you have a primary clan and a secondary clan and the way that all of their all of the mechanics for each clan are totally different from one another so like there's one clan that eats stuff <laughs> It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a bunch yeah. of stuff and get strong, and then there's another clan that's like, I've got crystals and we do damage over time or whatever. Like it's okay. weird. Uh, and then, but then, since you run two clans per run, uh, you can mix and match, and the way that those mechanics interact with each other is really really interesting. So like I've never felt, uh, I've definitely felt like I have played badly and lost a hand, but mm. I've never felt like like the game like RNG screwed me. If that makes sense, like if I just never had the opportunity to to do something. Um, well, cool. But it's re- really really cool, and like they they throw enough like mechanics mixture in it <coughs> to keep it really really fresh. It's really really like cute and and pretty. Uh, at one point, they introduced the mechanic of being able to smash monsters together to make stronger monsters, which I'm oh. super into. Uh, so yeah. But this is still again so. Not a locomotive. There's no caboose. It's not that kind of train. No, the pyre at the top is what's like powering you guys along. So gotcha. like we're gotcha. all just hanging gotcha. onto the edge of the train. Uh, waiting it's a on... metaphorical train. I mean, it's a physical train in- inside the world. Right. In the world of the game, like there's a track. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really hung up on this train. Thing. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, like it's just a, like if there's just one car, train car that's magically powered, uh, and it starts mm. from like way outside hell. Um, it, it it rides the track. I'm sure some of this would have been explained in the um, CGI intro, but I literally like the, the intro started playing and I was like, I don't want to play that. I don't want to no, watch this. I don't no. care. Yeah. Just want to play the game. Um, but you go into an encounter and then once you finish an encounter, you get the choice of like two different paths and one might have certain type of upgrades or uh, might let you heal your pyre or might let you take away cards out of your deck or the, and the other path has different decisions and all that stuff. And then you choose and then go to the next encounter and there's like five or six encounters for a run. So it's fun. It's good. If you if you fun. ever play one of these games, I would probably recommend this one because it's so much fun. But I Monster don't Train? think it's on it's on PlayStation. So, son of a son of a gun. Yeah. I um yeah I'm all, I've been looking to branch out a little bit because I think just playing Japanese RPGs and depressing horror games, um, it's a little much sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes you just want to like play a video game and do like actions with your fingers on a controller. So you know, maybe I'll pick it up. Well, yeah. I can't, but. In theory, <laughs> well, you can play it on. I think it's on Switch too, if you want it to. And it would probably, oh. it would probably oh. be really, really great on Switch because it's a. I think it's a fun game to like. A run is maybe anywhere from thirty to forty minutes, depending on how quick you're cool. making decisions. Um, and like you know, it, it might be a good like. I'm gonna lay in bed and do a run game. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's cool. definitely addicting. So you'll finish a run and you'll be like, well, I definitely got to do that again. I do like yeah. to be addicted to things. It's a big part yeah. of my personality. <laughs> and it's and dude, if you like unlocks, let me tell you, because the game has a, a whole stats page and there's little like, if you finish the game with a card, then you get like a special border around the card, which is all fancy. Um, and then the, on the stats page, you can see um, not only which clan you've completed it with, but like which combination of clans you've completed it with. So if you want to make sure that you do all of those, you can, it also shows you what like rank you are. Cause there's like a difficulty scaling system that lets you level up oh, these shit. covenant ranks. And like, it shows you all that shows you which cards you've collected, which cards you've won the game with for each clan, what artifact, like there's a whole fucking thing that you can So we got stats. In. What you're we saying got, is we, we got, got stats. stats. 
Um, I had a real funny moment. I forget that I'm friends with uh, our our good friend is uh, Nessa on um, Xbox because we played mm. uh, Sea of Thieves for a while together. And um, I say for a while, uh, she let me play with her, Eric and Kyle twice, and then they never invited me back. So I just assume <laughs> that I was the problem there because they yeah. never met, it never yeah. came up again. And I'm like, no, oh yeah, maybe they like me. Maybe they don't. Maybe they like like my podcast, but they don't like interacting with me. That's, sure. like, that's a new. Maybe you just weren't role playing hard enough. I, you know, I am bad at that game. I am very bad at that yeah. game, uh, and I want to be better at they it. Just, but I just, I don't want to play it with strangers. They, and, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But anyway, uh, it came up when I finished a run that was like, I don't remember what it was, but, uh, you know, you, you scored X amount of points. Like, you beat this. Nissa, Nissa only had such and such and such and such. And so I took a, just took a picture of it and I sent it to her and um, got her back into playing the game hardcore. So now she's sending me wow. stuff saying that she's beating me at my, at my scores, and I'm not mm. happy with that mm. situation at all. So Wow. Looks like you lit a fire. Or you didn't mean to. I didn't. Uh, I got Gary started to play it. He loves this game. He's he, and he was like, wow. I, I, talking to you about it makes me want to play it more. So he he busted it open. So, so I can't even get on those sweet sweet looter boards because I'd be playing on Switch like a plebeian. Well, you'd be on. I don't know if you and Gary are Switch friends. You're probably not Switch friends, but you'd be so on Gary. Most I certainly not. Gary. I don't think he even follows me on Twitter. <laughs> wow, that's that's not true. He probably follows you on Twitter, right? We don't. Me and Gary don't know each other. I just assume that you know each other because I talk to both of you so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've listened to his his podcasts, but no, we've spoken, but I don't really know. Yeah, him. he um um. I pretend does... to my like when I talk to my little cousin who's uh-huh. a big fan of Bonfire Side Chat. I go, oh yeah, me and that dude are tight. Um, oh yeah, we're tight. Yeah, I do a podcast <laughs> with a dude that does a podcast with that dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, yeah. I just want you to think I'm cool, little cuz who yeah. my cousin's. He's he's very cool and he seems very nice. He seems to like me, but I don't know why I'm constantly trying to impress him. <laughs> because that's what that's what you do with kids. You get to that's weird situations do, with kids. That's just what you do? It's fucking weird. Oh, I guess we can. He probably doesn't even, even watch Merlin. Do you want to do you want to talk about Merlin? Speaking of, I suppose I suppose at this point I want to talk about should... the next episode of Merlin more than I want to talk about this episode of Merlin, even though this episode is which good. One's, which one's the next episode? Uh, it just the preview showed Morgana with the sword, so I'm, I'm just oh yeah oh yes 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 and Lancelot's back yeah. and all of that stuff. So yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah yeah yeah. Let's get into it. Let's rock. Are you ready to rock? I love to rock. That's that's a quote from uh, Dante from the Devil May Cry series. You know, it's not, but I feel like he probably said that it was his original that's his, line. That's right? his thing. When you like, when you click like start on the menu, he goes, "Let's rock." Um, I, I played a bunch of DMC, Chris. You can't, you can't, you can't so fool stupid, me. Dude. It's, it's so stupid. Such, so well, like, stupid. It, for whatever reason, Devil May Cry is one of the things that shows up on my trending tab on Twitter. It's like Final Fantasy, Fire Emblem, Metal Gear, Dark Souls, the Devil May Cry. And for some reason, I haven't removed it because I removed like everything from that because I shouldn't even be looking at that tab. But I like to see pictures um and people treat those games so fucking seriously they take the lore seriously there's oh this tragic story i'm like i tweeted this i was like how do these people take these games seriously when they feature dante from the devil may cry series it's they impossible. feature dante as the as the protagonist and you, and yet you guys take this seriously i don't get it i don't get it yeah those games are are uh very and i like devil may cry very silly you and can't dumb. take them seriously <laughs> no 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 that'd be like crying over final fantasy 8 and no, nobody's ever done that <laughs> Anywho, you ready? Yeah. Merlin, 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 Merlin. I'm begging of you, please don't tempt my king. 